Hello, uh, we're here in the depths of uh, Seat Ibiza in Eccles <laughs> doing the most recent plog. Yep. That's what we called it, wasn't plog it? Plog 7. Plog 7. seven. Uh, firstly, we'd just like to apologise for the snoring in the background, if you can hear that. Those are our two little sons. They've had an exhausting day in Bolton. Yes, we've had a lovely time in Bolton, having our photographs taken by a chap who has to—he has to take two thousand two hundred and twenty-two portraits by a certain date, or else you'll have a heart attack. Well, he's definitely sure had the... several bypasses. That's what it is. I expect there's a connection. Anyway, it was lots of fun, and then we had hash, and it was amazing. Oh my god, not hash. potato hash. Potato, potato hash. hash. Make mix with the corned beef and yes. all other it's legal lovely. substances. <laughs> not that other sort of hash. <laughs> anyway, um, so Leah's going to play me some of the ridiculous stories. Yes. Ridiculous voiceover stories from the last VO Social North, which was amazing. It was amazing. What a great bunch of people. I think something really cool about the um, uh, VO Social is that it's expanded now to not mm. just people that we really personally know, but people bringing people along so our reach is broadening there's such a wide variety of uh, sorts of professionals and so we got at the most recent one we had about 30 people I think and uh, we got about 10 of them to tell us their most ludicrous voiceover related story and we've got sound engineers talking about things and mo- but mostly voiceovers and so we asked them ludicrous because that's kind of open to interpretation. Mm-hmm. It, Happy, it, good ludicrous, bad ludicrous, exactly. absurd ludicrous, or just ludicrous, terrifying ludicrous. ludicrous. Yeah, exactly. What's going to happen also, just FYI, in a minute, is a massive lorry is going to come past. I think they've chosen this five-minute section of time to clean the road in both directions with two different sorts of lorry and the pavement. I mean, what... He's stopping for a cuppa now, I think. Unless that tree's really dirty. <laughs> it is a filthy tree. It's just dreadful. <laughs> Terribly. It was, actually, it was me that called the council. <laughs> well, you've only yourself to blame then I for this, this interlude. I should have organised a time slot like Tesco. Do. At least it'll drown out the snoring. <laughs> Oh my god, there's two of them. Go home! And stay out. And there's a traffic jam behind them. What are you doing? What is happening here? Independentlifesolutions.co.uk have just... Uh, what's, what do you call it? Have people have rammed up the back of someone else's car? Uh, tailgate. tailgate. Just tailgating. There's another one. Why? Why? <laughs> it's not that bad. I've seen worse than this street. What is going on? It's a little street cleaning party. Maybe they meet up at the end for their lunch break. <laughs> it is amazing. That little there's like the, the entrance to a business park and there's a corner shop that sells some overpriced baked beans. Uh, and He's going to park. There? He's just going to park behind us and just... Just nope. rumble. Just go on. Oh, you know to, Those are one of my irrational fears, did you know? The street cleaners. One of the many... <laughs> How is this one coming about? Um, I just always I get concerned that they will uh, suck me in. Yes, I mean that probably would happen. Uh, my other rational fears are falling into a sinkhole and, be- <laughs> and and being trafficked. Oh, a sinkhole, like a sinkhole in a road. Yeah, no, I thought like, meant like the plug in a sink. No, no like a sinkhole as in when the and ground falls. Yeah, in, that would be awful too. And being trafficked, but Chris says he doesn't think there's a market for thirty-five-year-old uh, pale Irish people. In terms of trafficking. Harsh. I know. But if it helps... I'm not going to get trafficked, but I do still cross the road any time I pass a van at night. Right, right, right. Anyway, enough <laughs> about me. No, well, these are, I mean, further further to our top tips of our last uh, plug, this is top <laughs> tips of things to avoid doing in the middle of the night if yes. you have certain concerns. But the sinkhole thing is getting closer to home, though. There was one about the M60 a little while ago with all that yes. rain. 
I mean, like it could genuinely happen. I'm, I'm not gonna get too carried away about it though. It's fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> Let's carry on. Right. Yes. Um, so yeah, we got a, quite a good mix. Um, a rather a, a nice a mix of stories that are ludicrous universally for like mm-hmm. everybody was either mm-hmm. ludicrous and some that are just a bit ludicrous for people that work as a voiceover and do a very specific job and so like given these certain circumstances they would think that, that was preposterous um and so yeah uh, i will just get the first one for you um i think we should start with a bit of a boom here you put these, these headphones on so okay. you can hear them and then i'll i'll chop them in I'm sorry. Do you want me to say yeah, whose it is, or will you do um, that? They will do that. Um, this one is our first one. We thought we'd start off with something uh, really quite booming to kick off. I'm Terence Pickering from Blackburn. The other day I was recording in my booth and I heard a strange noise behind me. It turned out it was a cat. She was snoring. I stroked her and tell, told her kinda to stop it, so she started purring. So I had to throw her out. The end. <laughs> I they, like. They will get more ludicrous. As we go I on. like that he framed it like a little story yes. rather than um, just a random uh, mentioning. Yeah. I like that he said it like a little story, like a tale. And I'm glad the cat was okay. I thought he was going to say, "And who was the cat? Dead." So I killed her to stop her. From making a noise. <laughs> Thanks, Terence. <laughs> so this is Trisha Jarman. Oh, she'll tell you herself. Um, and this is one of the ones that is very specifically problematic for voiceovers. I am Trisha Jarman, and I'm from Wigan Me. I was doing a commentary, and the client was in the session um, on the telephone, and it was quite a complex session with uh, various chemicals mentioned, and the client diligently described paragraph by paragraph what we were to do, and um, I was voicing per paragraph, and we were all worked hard for 45 minutes at the end of which time he says, well, thank you, everybody, and now uh, maybe we'll all just take a break and uh, have a cup of tea, a little rest, and then we'll come back and we'll record for real. And the producer said, no, 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 we've done it, we've got everything, we don't need to do it again. (laughs) But it was quite fun, a very nice client, just didn't understand the ropes. Bless. Oh, my God. So they did have it then? Yeah, yeah, they did, thank goodness. Oh the client's God. going, well, yeah, thanks very much. And actually, let's just do the whole thing again. Oh, clients are they so annoying. Know. They just don't know. This job would be so She's great funny. if it wasn't for clients. <laughs> so I didn't mean that, I love you. No, we, we really, Harry, really, I mean, they're just great. All right, the best. Uh, this one is quite a nice little, um, what do you call it when uh, people have a backstory, an, an origin story? Mm-hmm. It's quite a nice little origin story, this one from, uh, from our Sean. Hi, Sean Price, living in Wilmslow. Ludicrous things that happened to me as voiceover. I was in a bar in London a year ago, thinking about doing voiceovers. My wife and I sat down. We sat next to a couple, American couple. I asked them where they were from. They said they were from California. I asked him what he did, and he said he owned the largest voiceover studio in California. A guy called Mark Grow, and uh, I went across to meet him uh, back in June. So that was ludicrous, and that's what started me off. I know, of all the people. That's amazing. It is really cool. Of all the people to bump into. And particular. If you wanted to be a voiceover. That's I mean, Mark one. is mm-hmm. up top three. Mm. Top three. It was a very poppy recording, so for that I apologise. Yeah. I was yes. going to say, why is he banging the microphone? No, I don't know. I think maybe he's only recently got into voiceover. <laughs> <laughs> Work on your plosives, Sean. <laughs> but otherwise, excellent. Call excellent. me. Top. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so, uh, let's who should we have next? Let's have Nat next. My name is Natalie Silverman and I'm now based in Manchester and the first 
most ludicrous voiceover story that comes to mind is when I was 16 and I just started doing voiceover because I was doing an RSL radio project, which is when you do com community radio. And I was at a, a commercial radio station and the presenter, who had no idea I was 16, I might have been 15 actually, said to me, can you sound more sexy? And then he said to me, can you sound like you've just had an orgasm? And between you and me, I had no idea what he meant. But whatever I did, they liked it and they used the voiceovers on a late night show. Cheeky. Cheeky. So on a different note, let's get technical, shall we? Here's our resident sound engineer, Rob B. Rob, Rob, Rob. Robert Stephen B, and I live in Sale. One other story, which I think only one other person knows about. We used to record onto DAT and then take it into the editing studio, replay everything from the DAT into the, the editing software and then edit. And I got into the studio to edit and tried to replay the audio I'd recorded into the computer and realised that I'd actually not taken the DAT player out of record pause mode. So I'd done a 20, 30 minute session and not recorded a damn thing. So I basically took the DAT tape and opened it up and snapped it and then went back to my bosses and said... <laughs> The DAT player's just eaten my DAT tape. I don't even know whether DAT players are capable of doing such a thing. I love it. Rob, Rob, Naughty. Rob. I especially love, I realised I'd not taken the DAT player out of record pause mode. <laughs> such a geeky, <laughs> lovely sentence. But I just, it's just interesting to know that even Rob, oh, technical wonder man, mm -hmm. has made technical mistakes in the past. Yeah, yeah. Good. There's hope for everybody. My son is awake and about to explode, I is think. He? Um, so we may be on a time limit here. Okay, we'll see what we do. Hello, my name is Homie Mura and I'm based in Manchester City Centre. My most ridiculous voiceover story probably is to do with spending 45 minutes trying to make a good kiss sound. Um, so, on, on my own as well. So this included just doing a normal, you know, air kiss with the, with the microphone. Um, various ways like on my hand it just it basically brought back loads of teenage memories <laughs> it was super sad but we got there in the end so that's what counts <laughs> the lengths you go to to get the right sound hair <laughs> what commitment well done homie slowly in practice so here is sarah she's got two 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 whole stories ready mm -hmm. sarah starling i live in marple I've got two ridiculous stories. One where, when I was working at the BBC for World Service and I had to read the news, except they'd changed the system and nobody told me. So I was sitting in the news booth waiting for somebody to bring me a script. Nobody brought me a script. 30 seconds before the bulletin, I had no script. So I kind of waved at the editor and he looked alarmed, <laughs> rapidly started printing off the script and handed me the script page by page throughout the entire bulletin. So that was that. And then as a voiceover, um, I think probably, <laughs> probably it's when I was in the middle of an ISDN session and um, there were producer and client on the other end of the line and I was desperate for a wee, desperate for a wee. And they were talking amongst themselves and I thought, well, if I go out now, they won't know. <laughs> so I nipped out for a wee. Thankfully, when I came back, they were still talking to each other. Marvellous. <laughs> All you need to do is Cheeky wee. little tinkle in the middle there. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Um, so this one was manic. So uh, this is Rach with her little tiny toddler, Gabe, trying to escape noisily throughout our little chat. 
Rachel Waldman, I live in Slawit or Slathwaite in Huddersfield. And um, most ridiculous voiceover story, um, it was a, simply I was doing a voiceover where I had to be a transplant doctor on the phone. And the script went something like, Hi, we've got a match. And the guy was supposed to say, Brilliant, that's amazing. And I had a life changing moment. But I was like, Really? You want this to be authentic? Oh, okay. At least say hello. <laughs> so, Gabriel, Gabriel, your whole name and the area in which you are based, and your oh. most ludicrous voiceover story. Oh dear. <laughs> that is a good one, actually. Oh bless. No. Gib's got a lot of noise to tell, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah. He's going to make a good deal. Well, she did have quite a good ludicrous voiceover story, but uh, but yeah, she was uh, somewhat distracted. It was a great story, but unfortunately, we never really got to hear the end of it. And so now, this is Chris, who runs Oscillate Studios in Manchester. Chris Hughes, based in Manchester, uh, Studio Manchester. Once we had an artist in who had a couple of drinks. Um, bless her, she had one too many passed out, had to revive her in the studio and uh, <laughs> literally drag her out the booth. <laughs> oh no, was she famous? No. <laughs> right, so you're saying? And no, I don't <laughs> think she will be famous, but yeah, she had one too many. Just to calm her nerves, it went horribly wrong. Well, well, we'll all take heed from that and leave yes. the gin outside the booth. <laughs> and this is my final one. This is the final one and it's my absolute favourite. This is amazing. Liam, who thought that he didn't have any decent voiceover stories and rambled on for a while about his pet dog, eventually came up with this gold. Liam Gerrard, or Liam Rory Gerrard, and I live in Sheffield. Recording uh, various kind of metaphors for bodily parts from doing an erotica and can't stop myself from giggling. Um, What's yeah, the that... most uh, giggling, inducing body part? Um, she touched her hot sex, she touched her, his hot member, she touched um, his... <laughs> uh, um, her, her moist love uh, sweated. Stop, stop. <laughs> oh my word. Wow. Well, we're going to have to put a warning at the start of this vlog now because it's suddenly gone R-rated. Got a bit steamy. Yeah. Oh, lame, you cheeky becker. I know. I've never done an erotic novel or fiction of any kind. Mm. No. I don't know if I could. I think, I think no. he says that he has trouble with giggling, but he managed to get through at least three words there. Well, I mean, this morning I did a script for a meat sale and that was enough to set me over the edge. <laughs> anyway, uh, those are all brilliant. Thanks for sharing, everybody. No problems. And uh, we'll think of another interesting thing to... Vox pop you about yep. uh, at the next one, which is on the 1st of, of April. April. Not a joke. Not, not a, joke. a joke. Not a joke. No fooling here. <sighs> Tis it's happening. just not a joke. It's it's definitely, I mean, it's hilarious, obviously, to say, oh, that better not be an April Fool's, but um, but, but no, it isn't. It no. Is, it is not. Please all come. Yes, do actually come. And uh, We'll be very be lonely. Just, oh, yeah. Well, I mean... We could just do this, couldn't we? Stop press. I don't think Rob is coming. Oh no, so if there are any sound engineers that want to take his place, we've got an opening for a resident We're auditioning pet a new sound engineer because <laughs> Rob has deserted us. He has. And that's my son, so I think we should sign off. Yes. I've been Leah Marks. And I've been Nick Redmond. And together and we oh, are oh, VO Social, Social North. North. <laughs>